0: Hi guys, welcome to Library Overload. This is Tavia. This is Susie. We are so glad you're joining us today. Don't forget, if you hear a book that you like and you want to check that out, go see our blog, our website, which is LibraryOverload.home.blog, and also check us out on Instagram, and it's just Library Overload there.
1: Today, we are going to catch up with what we've been reading recently.
0: Yay, I'm so excited.
1: I'm very excited. And for the first time ever, I have, f- count them, three five-star books. <gasps> what? Three. That's amazing. I am so so excited you've been on a roll then no I've been killing it and nobody else that I know is reading these books and so I'm just like please
0: please someone talk to me about them that's amazing so I know one of the ones um, I think you're going to talk about I want to read as well
1: I may have brought Tavia a book and was just like you're reading it I brought it for you <laughs> right here you go well maybe
0: that's two of the books that you're going to talk about that I want to read because probably also, yeah um, want to read Taylor Jenkins Reid's other book and I think you're going to talk about it yes ma'am one. So I guess we'll dive right in. Um, I'm gonna start with Night Pleasures, which is a Dark Hunter series by Sherilyn Kenyon. Oh, I know that author. Yes, she's very prolific. She's got a bunch out, yeah. Uh,
1: so did you just go from J.R. Ward and just like, oh, I'm gonna scooch right over to to the K's? Well, just- what
0: happened was the woman who recommended me, hey Melanie, if you're listening, who rec- recommended <laughs> the Dark Brotherhood books to me, she um, said, if you love the Dark Brother, the Black Dagger Brotherhood, you'll also love the Dark Hunter series. So check that out once you finish. Is stuff. it because they're both dark? Um, it's it's both kind of vampire esque, smutty. Kind of things, but they're completely different. All right. And I'm I mean, assuming you can guess by the title Night Pleasures that it is definitely a smutty book. <gasps> what? What? <laughs> um, but it was, it's paranormal romance. Love. And right up your alley. One, I gave this one four stars. It, it is a little cheesy at times. Sure. But I feel like the Black Dagger Brotherhood, the first book in that series, was a little cheesy too. Mm. So I think getting the ball rolling. Sure. Um, it, it takes a minute. Sure. But this one is full of Greek mythology. And this was a take on vampires that I had never heard of before, which was super cool. So vampires are the uh, children of Apollo. 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 (laughs) Apollo. (laughs) And they've gone rogue and started stealing souls. So basically, Zeus and Apollo were having a conversation. And Apollo was like, hey, you made man. They're kind of cool. But I got you. I can do it better. So he made a race of his own children. And they started... They figured out that they were dying at the age of 25. So to start living longer, they went rogue and started stealing souls so they could keep living longer. Interesting. And so the vampires are not heroes in this year; They're the villains. So then to combat that, Artemis made the Dark Hunters. And they are immortal beings who basically they have a tragedy in their life and their soul is so distraught it calls out for help and artemis hears their cry for help and they're like she said i will give you the option to avenge your issue if you will become a dark hunter for me Hmm. and so you basically sign your soul to artemis for all eternity interesting flash forward kyrian who's kyrian of thrace who can we talk about romance
1: novels character names well, it's a Greek name.
0: Kyrian. Is it really? I've not heard that one. I'm assuming.
1: You sure? Is that is that yes, the Yes, that's hill, what we're going with it. Is I've that decided. The hill you're I decided. I have decreed
0: on? it. <laughs> Good day, ma'am. Good day. So, Kyrian <laughs> of Thrace <laughs> is several thousands of years old at this point. <laughs> she can't stop laughing because I decreed <laughs> it. He does a gavel just like <laughs> dang <laughs> yes i think that it was quite witty of me it was fantastic i'm so proud keep going <laughs> thanks so basically the dark hunters are our vampire hunters vampire slayers who are sent out into the world like buffy yes okay but like with more sex did you ever see that episode where buffy and spike got it on no i have not once ever watched an episode of buffy really I I watched the original movie with Christy Swanson, but I have not seen the TV show.
1: Oh, the show's so good. One day, one time, I I binged it. I think it's on Netflix. It is. I binged it and, like, started calling out of work to watch it. That's
0: very adulty of you. I know. I'm (laughs) such a good adult. (laughs) That's hysterical.
1: Wow. It was years ago, so
0: it's fine. (laughs) Sure. Sure it is. shh, shh. shh. (laughs) So basically, flash forward, this is set in New Orleans in the present time. Um, That's
1: a perfect place for vampires. It is. It's where
0: all creatures of the night go. Mm -hmm. This is a really, really extensive series. I think she's on like 31 now. So I think this book was set in the early 2000s, um, somewhere in there. But Amanda Devereaux is a young girl. Um, Her family is kind of odd. Like, she has witches and vampire hunters, not dark hunters, but vampire hunters in her family, and she just wants to be normal. She just wants to be left alone and be normal. Um, one of her sisters has visions and stuff like that. And she has a twin sister who's a vampire hunter. So she's mistaken for her twin sister mm. by a vampire and tied up together with Kirian, who was also hunting the vampire. Okay. In he thought that the, the vampire thought that Amanda was the vampire hunter and he would wake up and kill, she would wake up and kill Kirian and then Kirian would be out of the way. Sure. So chemistry ensues with Amanda and Kirian. Obviously. And then, you know, the, the story just kind of goes on with, with them figuring out who tied them up together, making sure Amanda's sister is safe and figuring out a way to break Kirian free of his dark hunter curse. Hmm. because to become a dark hunter you basically have to also become a vampire Mm. so because you have to have the same fighting skills the vampires have gotcha so he can only go out at night he does have to drink blood he i mean he can live on regular food but he does drink blood if he wants to Um, but he's he can't be his own person because he has Given his soul away to Artemis. So him and Amanda kind of fall in love. They spend a little bit of time fighting it because he's been alone for 2,000 years because of this tragedy that befell him all the years ago. Um, One woman scorned him many moons ago, and so all of them are dead to him until he meets Amanda. And so she figures out a way to free him of his curse, or she tries to figure out a way to free him of his curse so that they can be together. Oh. Yes. Very interesting. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. It was full of Greek mythology, which I love. It's kind of like Percy Jackson on steroids for adults.
1: Yeah. Sounds um, up.
0: Yes. And Kyrian's a Greek name.
1: Are you going to read all 30-something?
0: I I Probably. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I'll read them quite as voraciously as I read the Black Dagger Brotherhood. Yeah. But I do think that I'll read them. Yeah. Very good. I read this one, and then I'll talk about it in a second. I went back and read she she wrote this one she wrote several of them in the series and then she went back and wrote like a prequel mm-hmm. kind of thing and i'll talk about it but it's not really about the dark hunters okay um it is kind of cheesy and cool too but mm-hmm. we'll get to it okay
1: well my first book is was kind of meh um i picked it up just because i was struggling to get in and get into anything mm-hmm. um so i was just like this sounds like a super easy read I'm just going to pick it up, and I'll fly through it, and then I'll be able to read again. Mm -hmm. So it'll be fine. So I just picked up Wired by Julie Garwood. Uh, Just probably a very – what's the word I'm looking for?
0: I don't know. I'm really trying to
1: think. Like cookie-cutter action-y romance. Mm -hmm. So beautiful – Stereotypical? Thank you. Beautiful model hacker woman. Meets sexy FBI agent. All right. So they, he finds out that she's a hacker and then kind of coerces her to join his FBI team to help them catch a leak that's been kind of giving FBI secrets out. Mm -hmm. And so she kind of helps him with that. Um, she's having some personal issues herself, so he helps her out with that, of course, the white knight, blah, 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 mm-hmm. whatever. It was cute. I read it in like three hours. Like nice. it just, I mean, it's nothing to write home about. It was one
0: of your palette cleansers. Yeah.
1: Like it was just like too much nonfiction. My brain won't work anymore. I just need something super, like, I don't have to think about mm-hmm. and read it. Um, I gave it two stars. It was fine, but it was just, I don't know. The older I get, the more that I read certain romances, I'm just like, God, why does the guy always have to save her? Yeah, it's like, not why realistic. does the guy always have to, like, you know, be so overprotective. Like, it just annoys and why me. why is now.
0: the hacker a model?
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> can she not just be, like, a normal hacker, which is not a model. Like, right. it just, it annoys me now. So I kept rolling my eyes at it, but I was just like, That's I've only funny. got, like, 90 pages. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna read it. That's funny. But it was fine. But, yeah, two stars. Nothing all to write right. home about. It was all right.
0: Cool, cool. Well, my next one, um, I guess I'll go into my same vein and re- talk to you about the... It's the Dark Hunter-verse, so like kind of like the DC comic-verse. So anyway, it it really is a prequel. Pre, that's not a word. Why do you keep saying that? I don't that? know. I don't know. <laughs> a prequel? It's a prequel. Anyway, it's called... <laughs> I don't even want to tell you. It's called Fantasy Lover.
1: Of course it is.
0: By Sherilyn Kenyon. And I, actually, to see. I thought this one was really cool too. But it's super, super cheesy. Super cheesy. cheesy. Oh my God. <laughs> so basically, Selena is the sister of Amanda from the first okay. book. So and she's the
1: vampire hunter.
0: No, she's not the twin sister. She's just, Amanda has like nine sisters. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yes. Um And. Selena is the one who is kind of a bit occultish into witchcrafty kind of stuff. All right. So she finds a book for her a bit uptight friend, Grace Alexander, and they accidentally summon a love slave from a book. Oh my Jesus. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's very exciting. So Julian, which is also a Greek name. Actually it's Macedonian. Cause he's Julian of Macedon. Sure. Um, And he was a Spartan warrior who incurred the wrath of the gods and was therefore cursed into a book to be the sex slave of whoever would summon him. And he stays with the person for a a full lunar cycle from full moon to full moon. So Amanda doesn't really, I mean, um, sorry, Grace, Alexander doesn't really know what to do when Selena accidentally summons a sex slave for her. She's like, yeah, I don't. I don't want to do that. You don't want to force sex upon someone. Right. And he's like, "Why? I'm here to please you." And he's basically given up ever getting out of the book and right. you know all of that. Um so when he meets Grace, she's determined not to sleep with him and to break his curse.
1: What a sweet gal.
0: Yes. Because she does not care for the fact that he's being forced to be a sex slave. Sure. So, it's also a bunch of Greek mythology. And I gave it five stars. I really liked it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It was super cheesy. You liked the cheese. I loved it. That's funny. Sometimes Um, you just need some cheese. You do. Yeah. But it's just these epic romances of, like, you know. And, and like, the thing about breaking the curse is he's a sex slave. So he's cursed with always being ready. (gasps) (gasps) Oh, no. (laughs) And, like, the longer he goes without having it, mm-hmm. the more insane he becomes, because that's oh. his curse. But to break the curse, she they have to go the full month without having sex. Oh so, Is that a spoiler? I mean, it's a little spoilery, okay. but it's not like, it, I mean, okay. you okay. find it out fairly quickly. Okay. Um,
1: that's funny.
0: Yeah. So it's like, can they make it the full <laughs> month? Because he's losing his damn mind. <laughs> and it is I might have really to read good. that cuz that
1: sounds hysterical. Yes.
0: It was actually really and that's uh, one of the reviews or like a lot of the reviews kept saying for this to be a paranormal romance it was really really funny. Mm. But it was just it was really good. <laughs> I really liked it. I'm so glad Thanks. So that's two in the the Dark Hunter verse that I've read. So the next one I'll go back to actually reading about Dark Hunters, and it's a bit like the Black Dagger Brotherhood, whereas each book for focuses on a new person in the group, mm. but you, you don't lose the previous people. I gotcha. All right, my next one is gonna
1: be very specific, um, but it was really good. It's called uh, Best Ceremony Ever: How to Make Serious Wedding Stuff Unique. Nice. And it's by Christopher Shelley. So Christopher Shelley is a prof- like his job is to do weddings. He um he's like the minister or um or he's ordained.
0: Oh, an efficient.
1: Yes, that's the word. I'm so tired. Go team. <laughs> um if I could just like use you to tell people what I'm trying to say, <laughs> that would just be magnificent. That's amazing. Um so yes, uh he is an efficient efficient, efficient. Um, and so I wrote a book about how to kind of create your own ceremony and that it doesn't always have to be cookie cutter. It doesn't have to be the same thing that your parents did and your grandparents did and all that. Mm -hmm. And so it was actually really funny. Like one of the, um, one of the things he said, like he, he drew, um, like different, um, things that people have done at weddings that he performed. And one of them was, uh, for the, uh, uh, for the vows it's you know in sickness and in health till death do us part well he said till death do us part and if you die before me I'll never love a- another woman again Aww. and then she said till death do us part and if you die before me I'll be very sad <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's I died so funny. laughing <laughs>
1: Um, so yeah, it just like I obviously I'm working on my ceremony. Our weddings in like six months, and so I'm working on. You know, um, I know. Um, so I'm working on piecing together our ceremony. It's coming by. It's coming swimmingly. Um, but yeah, I'm just. I thought it was super cute, like super funny. Um, and then I pulled it up on Goodreads to you know say that I was reading something, and because I needed it to count towards mm-hmm. my my annual reading because I'm very behind. You are. I, I'm like twelve, thirteen books behind. I'm kind of stressing about it. Uh, it'll be fine. I'm very ahead. I know I'm ugh, driving me crazy. Um I'm gonna have to up my goal. I, I think. blame the Black Dagger Brotherhood.
0: They're magical <laughs> and amazing. It, you will do no such thing as speak ill of them in my presence. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I found it on on Goodreads and it had
1: it had no no stars on it. Like nobody had rated it or anything. And oh, I was wow. like, you know what, Christopher? I'm a rate this. I got you and so I gave it five stars I did really enjoy it and it helped me out and I read it like in one sitting at work because we were so dead and I oh, took wow. like two pages of notes from it so I would be like <laughs> wow. ready no so I I enjoy,
0: I, I liked it nice mm-hmm. very exciting <laughs> all right my next one is grave mercy and this is his Fair assassin trilogy that has the pretty cover it does. It has a very pretty cover. And this is the one that I was talking about a couple episodes ago that I picked based on a timeline of YA mm-hmm. books. So this is set in the 14th century. That's. I don't
1: know if I've ever read anything in that era. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Pretty cool.
0: So Ismay is the daughter of the God of Death. Oh. Yeah. She... Uh, the God of Death is named Mortain. Well, that's <clears throat> a terrible name. Well, it... Mort, like death, it's set in a fictitious duchy called Brittany, which is a bit French-English mixed, so there's a lot of French and English names, so Mortain, as the god of death, I get it, because mort, mort is the French word for death. Sure. Anyway.
1: The Hotel du Mort, Shadow Hunters. mortal mm-hmm. instruments.
0: Mm-hmm. The Hotel of Death.
1: Yes. See? I got there.
0: I teach you things like numbers and stuff. I'm, I'm Sesame Street, <laughs> numbers and words. So, <clears throat> basically, in this realm, there's a convent that teaches the daughters of Mortain because he's quite insatiable. Oh my! How to become assassins for him.
1: Wonderful. So
0: Ismay travels to a convent for Mortain where she is trained as an assassin and they're called Death's Handmaidens. And they carry out the will of their father and they're like immune to poisons and that sort of thing. Well, she's graduated her little training program or whatever. And so she's going out on her first mission and she's 17 and she's installed at court to save the Duchess of Brittany, which is a a fictitious duchy. Um, And the Duchess is 12 years old, Mm. but her dad's just died. And so she's the heir. And so, basically, she's being plotted against by all these different rivals. All these suitors are coming forward trying to claim her hand in marriage so they can take over the country. Ugh,
1: men. Men.
0: And Duval seems like the only ally. And and so Duval and Ismay work together because he's the only ally for the Duchess. And basically, Ismay sees the mark of death on someone. And that's how she knows to assassinate them. Because Mortain marks you for death. Gotcha. Which is pretty cool. And so then how... It, it kind of comes about that she doesn't see the mark on someone, but her convent sends her orders to assassinate Duval. And it's like, how can she deliver death's vengeance to the guy that's stolen her heart? Oh, my. I know. But there was a really good quote in there that I loved that's Ismay. Why, why be the sheep when you can be the wolf? Love it. Yes. So she's like... Starting out, she has been forced into an arranged marriage by her stepfather. Her mother's passed away, and her father's, like, sold her, basically. And so she escapes this because she's the daughter of death, and she's sent to the convent. And she's like, yeah, I'm not ever going to be that person again. Um, So why be the sheep when you can be the wolf? And it was really good. I gave it four stars, and I'm working on the sequel to it right now, which is called Dark Triumph. Um, And it's a bit – it's similar. It's in the same – plot but it's about Sibella instead of ismay so there's three basically three girls the same age at the convent um and each book is about a different one of them okay but with the same intention of saving the duchess uh, and allowing her to choose her own husband and yeah huh. that sort of stuff okay and, and let her be 12 <laughs> you yeah. know sure yeah so pretty cool
1: okay i'm gonna talk about my second taylor jenkins read book so I picked up The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo at the library and
0: guys, she's been so distraught and going on and on about this book.
1: I won't shut up about it. Mm-hmm. Like this moved me. Like it, it like I I really 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 liked Daisy Jones and the Six. Mm-hmm. I loved Evelyn Hugo. Not much better. Like
0: If Daisy Jensen the Six was amazing and you liked this even more.
1: I did. I did. (gasps) I can't wait to read it. And you would love it. Okay. So just in case you don't know uh, what it's about. So uh, Monique works at um, a big time uh, magazine. She's still kind of like an underdog there. She gets the lower articles and things like that. No one really cares about. So Mm -hmm. she's really trying hard to work her way up. Well, she's, she finds out that she's chosen by Evelyn Hugo this amazing huge actress that was big back in the 50s and 60s so you know like, yeah so she was big in Hollywood when it was still in its prime like the gorgeousness and just all that all that stuff mm-hmm. So she finds out Evelyn Hugo asked for Monique specifically to write oh that's cool to write an article about her mm-hmm. Well, Monique gets there, she meets Evelyn Hugo, and Evelyn's like, actually, I asked for you specifically because I want you to write my biography for me. Oh, cool. And this is a really big deal because Evelyn's never done, uh, since she's much older now, she's not done any press, she's not done um, interviews, she's never allowed people to know enough about her to write much about her. Oh. they j- It's all gossip mags. Mm-hmm. So um, Monique goes to her home every day to hear about all of her many, many Hollywood romances and finds out who Evelyn's one true love was. After uh, all of the seven husbands, who did she truly love? So it's
0: a bit Elizabeth Taylor-esque with all of the husbands.
1: Yes. But I think this was far more fascinating than Elizabeth Taylor's life ever could be.
0: Interesting.
1: Like... So, okay, so I wrote down a quote from a book, too. So this one is, please never forget that the sun rises and sets with your smile. At least to me, it does. You're the only thing on this planet worth worshiping. Oh. And it's just like, are you kidding
0: me? That's so beautiful. It was so gorgeous. Are you going to use that in the wedding?
1: I don't think so, but it's gorgeous. Like,
0: oh. Yes. so good and you know how
1: we kept saying like daisy jones was one of those books that you couldn't fly through because you kept just happening upon these m- amazing poignant quotes and things that you couldn't just pass up you had to just kind of like let it simmer for mm-hmm. a minute like this the whole book again was like that like i i'm just gonna have to read every single thing that taylor jenkins read has ever written yeah and is she
0: gonna be a new deity yes like there was sarah j mass yes you see how we i did that i circled back around to miss mass Always. always can't let an episode go yep
1: but no it was it was so good and it takes this amazing turn that you don't see coming in like in regards to evelyn's life and just the things that she did for love and the terrible decisions that she made but she's she owns them and she's it's Oh my God, it's so good. I cannot wait for you to read it, so I have somebody to talk to about it. It's
0: on my June book bingo list, so I'm going to get there. I have a couple ahead of it, but I'm going to get there.
1: I need you to read it because I am dying okay like I cannot wait to talk to someone about this <laughs> like it was sounds good it was it was incredible and I don't I don't think there's a way for me to oversell it and you think that it's going to be amazing and it's not like there's no way that'll happen yeah like it's it's like oh my god good like it was like angels singing
0: oh you're gonna the do the choir band. thing again ah! <laughs> <laughs> it was like that I'm very excited to read it mm-hmm. then I love books with just the beautiful passages in them yes and and like i thought you would like it too because it's an older woman looking back on her life i do love this yeah (laughs) like
1: it was so good and i was so glad that chris was at home when i was reading it because i was just sobbing and it was just it was so beautiful so good awesome so it was your favorite of what you've read lately i cannot pick between this one and my next one.
0: Ooh, cannot pick that's interesting Well, I'm going to move on. I read next A Murder in Time, and this is the first Kendra Donovan book. And I actually read the first two in this series. The second one's A Twist in Time, and I gave both of them four stars. They were really good. So basically, Kendra Donovan is a brilliant FBI agent who, through a series of odd events, ends up in England in a castle and is transported back in time to 1815. Yes. So like Outlander? Um, kind of, but she goes through, like, sort of a wormhole type thing. So, like, Outlander? Those are stones.
1: It's it's the same thing.
0: It is a bit like Outlander, Uh but Kendra's an FBI agent. She gets to the castle. She's trying to adjust to this new reality. Like she goes through denial and I'm crazy and maybe I'm injured on the job and I've been shot in the head or, you know, anything but actually thinking I've been transported back to the 19th century. Right. But then a girl's discovered murdered. So Kendra has to use her FBI prowess with zero help from technology of the 21st century to solve the murder in a time where women were not considered mm-hmm. helpful. Right. <laughs> They're like, oh, you're just a woman. You can't possibly help.
1: You can read?
0: Yeah. So it's really, really cool. It turns into a really awesome like, mystery thriller Like, detective kind of thing, which is super cool.
1: That sounds interesting. How did you even find that? I've never heard of it. Um, I saw it on
0: Goodreads, and I loved the Mm cover. Basically, she's, like, in this old um, 18th century dress. Mm -hmm. It's really pretty and puffy. And she's running through clouds. All right. But the top of the book has the skyline of New York City upside down, and the bottom is the skyline of Mm. The English castle that she's at. Mm. So the cover was just really gorgeous.
1: You know what that sounds like? It sounds like when the doctor, the 11th doctor, meets Clara up in the clouds. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. But I love, you know, period things. And the traveling through time, I knew I would like it from from Outlander. Sure. And the fact that she was an FBI agent. But she brings so much feminism to this 18th century area yeah it's just really awesome that
1: sounds really cool
0: she's like yeah i don't need the men's help i got this i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna do it i'm profesh yeah um but trying to explain how she came to be there and Mm -hmm. and how she knows all this stuff Mm -hmm. without like their first thing was maybe you killed her because you know so much about this um and it was just really cool and so the second one is very similar along the same vein and there's actually four of them okay um and I have the the next one in the series ready to read I just haven't read it yet but wow. um I don't know if I said that but that's by Julie McElwain
1: it was really very good good. that mm-hmm. sounds very interesting I've never heard of it it was it was really good hmm. all right my last one that I'm going to talk about is one of my summer reads that I, I wanted to read this year. Finally got my hands on it. It's Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McKeiston. Oh, nice. This, this is the one you brought me. Yeah, I was like, okay, I brought this for
0: you. <laughs> you need to read it now. That's funny.
1: So, just in case you missed this synopsis a couple of episodes ago, uh, Prince Henry of Wales and the first son start out with a hate, hate relationship in which case they find themselves at a very high-profile event and almost cause a international catastrophe. A kerfuffle? Yes. So their handlers kind of get them together, and you know what? Like, guys, y'all are going to have to pretend to be best friends. Like, I don't give a shit if you hate each other. <laughs> like, I don't care why. But for two days, y'all are going to be BFFs. You're going to like it. You're going to smile for the cameras. You're going to Instagram about each other Mm -hmm. and it's going to fix this. All right. So it's a PR thing. Yes. So uh, Alex, who's the uh, president of America's son, uh, flies off to England, spends some time with Henry, who is the Prince of Wales. And that first weekend they barely speak to each other unless they have to but towards the end of it, they exchange phone numbers because, like, why go through our handlers? Like, it's just an extra step. Like, we'll just text each other and it'll be fine. Well, for the next few months, they randomly text each other and they get closer and closer. And they fall in love. That's so exciting. And oh, my God, guys. It has it has everything. Yeah. So it has the royalty that I love. It has this big international like president's child prince of another country like in love that's amazing i've never read anything like that it's gay which i love me some gay fiction you don't have enough of mm-hmm. it i can't ever read enough of it yes. so this was amazing and it's pride month and it's pride month and i'm so glad i got to read it during pride month and then it's also i read an interview by the author and they were like what what made you decide to write this and she was like well It was um, just going to be uh, just, you know, it was just something that I had in my head, but then it became this, okay, after the 2016 election, I was like, what if there was something better than this? And so it was like a alternate universe of what if a woman won and we had a female president who was divorced, remarried, had mixed race children, uh, they're uh, part Mexican, and she was still president. Like yeah, that's awesome. what if that could possibly happen in yeah. America? And it was just it's it's beautiful. Like it so Alex and Henry fall in love, they're keeping it very quiet because Henry is the Prince of Wales. You can't be a prince in a monarchy and be gay, like, mm-hmm. not okay. Alex is by, and his mother is just starting her campaign for her second term. Wow. Oh. And it's, it's, it's. Well, that's interesting that it's his mother that's the president. That's great. Yeah. And so it's just, it's a big deal. This had me cackling. I was laughing so hard at this. I cried at the end just because it was beautiful and bittersweet. And what I, what I wanted to happen happened. And it was just, oh, it was. Oh good. And it's a really big book to be a romance. Mm -hmm. It's like 450 pages. Maybe it's a really thick book. And I was so pleased with it. I was so happy with how it turned out. Like it didn't feel like too much fluff. Mm -hmm. Like it was just enough politics. Just enough romance. A little bit of smut. Like it just had Mm -hmm. everything that a really good romance needed to not be too cheesy. To not be like Uh too like kiddish. Like it was it was perfect
0: that's awesome it was
1: by far probably one of the best romances i've ever read
0: It wasn't too cheesy or anything yeah so like it
1: was per- it was perfect
0: that's exciting i can't wait to read it it was
1: perfect i i was i'm so happy with it
0: Yay. i'm so pleased
1: that i chose this as a summer reading like it was Yay. Uh, it was so good i'm so happy i want everyone to read it i can't it.
0: wait to read it then i'm very excited. all right well i have one last series um I did quite a bit of reading. You did? Um, I kept watching your Goodreads and be like, damn, girl, you're starting another <laughs> book. <laughs> but I read Daughter of the Pirate King by Trisha Levenseller. And then I also read the sequel to that, and it's only a two book series. Mm. Uh, and I can't tell you the name of that one because it'll give away part of the plot for the first one. All right. But I gave the first book four stars and I gave the second book five stars.
1: Oh nice. Yes. I love it when that happens. Because yes. sometimes it's the opposite. Sometimes the second mm-hmm. is like, oh, that wasn't as good as the first. So that's mm-hmm. great.
0: Yes, it was really good. So basically it's a bit it's a bit Jack Sparrow like swashbuckling pirates. I, I love I, me. Some I loved Jack Sparrow. it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, basically Alosa is the daughter of the Pirate King. Uh, and she allows herself to get kidnapped, air quotes, in order to complete a mission for her father. She's searching for a map that will lead to a legendary treasure. What she doesn't count on is the first mate of the ship being so good looking and intriguing. Oh. So will she still be able to complete her mission while being distracted by the first mate? Or will she realize that she doesn't want to complete her mission because maybe her father's not who she thought he was and that sort of thing.
1: Oh, Tavia, I just don't know the answer. I know. I don't know. I know it sounds cheesy, but it really is very good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have heard of it. It's on my to-read list. Mm-hmm. And when you started reading, I was like, yes, mm-hmm. someone can tell me if it's good. It so. was really
0: good. Okay. Um, and I loved the name Alosa. Is it E-L? It's A-L-O-S-A. All right. Okay. And the sequel was even better because there's a thing that happens that, you know, kind of changes the game. All right. And it's it's a big plot point, so I'm not going to tell you about it. But it's really good, and Ryden is the first mate in Alosa, and their snark and banter is just amazing. I love snark and banter. She's like this fierce, independent. I don't need you. I'm not gonna, you know, like I'm gonna save myself, Mm kind of thing. And like she breaks out of her her cell every single night. I love it. He keeps figuring it out, and then she'll figure out any way to do it. (laughs) And he's like, "How do you keep getting out?" (laughs) <laughs> and so that's finally funny. he just gives up keeping her in his her cell and moves him into her her bedroom oh or his bedroom because it's like i can't keep an eye on you you keep getting out that's funny so obviously they start sharing the bed because she's too yeah girl yeah um <laughs> and that's one of your things that you like yeah girl i love the <laughs> bed sharing she's too um because she's basically she's a princess. And so she's used to a little bit better accommodations and sure. she does not want to sleep on the floor. She's like, if you have a problem with it, you brought me here. This is on you. I'm sleeping in the bed. And yeah, there's, their banter and their snark was just so good. And it was, you know, pirate antics, swashbuckling, treasure hunting, just lots and lots of fun. That sounds a lot of fun. Yeah. And the second one's even better. And I liked that it was just two books and it's done. And, yeah. you know. That's much better than, like, mm-hmm. 13 or 30 in mm-hmm. your new one. Yeah, yep. that's cool. It was really good. I love all of our picks this Me too. month. We, we did, did so good. good. We did good. And I was definitely in a fantasy kick because I none of this was realism in any well, scenario. Well, have been on a fantasy kick for a while, though. Mm-hmm. But I was sprinkling in a, a couple of other things. Right, right. But, yeah, this is some
1: good stuff. I am very pleased. I'm going to try to see if the library has the... The pirate king, the daughter of the pirate king. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. That oh, sounds really very good.
0: interesting. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It made me want to watch Pirates of the Caribbean, so my hu- husband and I sat down and had a marathon with all of the movies. Love it. Yeah, Even the last one. No, we haven't got to the last one yet, it's but it's right. on our list. That's all right. Yeah,
1: but I do love Jack Sparrow.
0: I do. Yeah, and it, alosa's a bit like the female Jack Sparrow. <laughs> She's not crazy, but her, her, um dialogue is just hilarious Mm. and amazing and just really good Mm. i like it yep so that's us catching up yay yay thank you guys for listening yay for books yay for books (laughs) (laughs) all right guys thank you thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time Bye. bye